Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of the Power Hour Podcast. Yes, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 233. Happy Mischief Night. That's when we're recording this, so by the time you listen to this, hope you had a good Halloween. And we're going to have us a good night tonight because for the first time in ages, we have a guest. We're finally getting more settled again, and she is a returning guest. She comes to us from Yacht Club Games. She is the one and only Celia Schilling. Celia, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you guys so much for having me back. No, it's 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 great to have you back, and uh, we definitely enjoyed hanging out with you last time. So, how the hell have you been, and what's been going on with you? Oh wow, um, a lot. Uh, things been great. When was the last time that we that we hung out? Was it Pocket Dungeons? Long? Right before Cyber Pocket Dungeons. Yep. Wow. Okay. So much has happened since then. Uh, we released the base game. We announced Mina the Hollower, our new game in development. Uh, mm -hmm. We released a DLC pack for Pocket Dungeon. We released a Shovel Knight Dig. Uh, yeah, a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's, so you it's guys been, been a little bit busy, right? Yeah, just a tad. You know, yeah, huge. <laughs> doing a crossover with Idol Slayer. So you got oh, that yeah. going on. We're doing that. Uh, we'll be talking about that more next month. I'm so excited for uh, the, the crossover. We've been working really closely with their team um, for it to come out. And it's, it's looking so cool. They're, they're really talented folks over there. I love the crossover stuff. I saw that. And then you also had the... Um what the did the paradox pack already come out or is... so for the paradox pack it's currently an early preview on steam so um it's still currently in development um and like what we did for the first dlc pack we opened it up to the community because making a balanced game that big and that fun is hard and we acknowledge mm -hmm. that so we're like okay community check it out see what you like see what you don't like um, if you find some bugs, please let us know. Uh, and like, <laughs> let's have some fun with it. So when it comes out in retail, like it's it's the best possible version that it should be. Um, and the cool thing about the Paradox Pack, besides having like new hat modifiers, new playable characters, new levels, I'm um, also, uh, my cat's in the game, that's really cool. Um, <laughs> we also have mod support for a PC, uh, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, I actually showed it off at IndieLand um, with Gerard the Completionist yesterday. Um, I did a surprise. <laughs> Where I, um, with the help of the Pocket Dungeon team, because I needed a lot of help with it, um, I made an Indie Land um, version of uh, Pocket Dungeon. And uh, for all the parts that the Pocket Dungeon team did not paint over for me, it was horrible, but it was fun. <laughs> and it was really funny because on Friday, before you know, I showed it to Gerard and all that, like I showed the team really quickly. I'm like, yeah, and I made a mod. It's really cool. Bye. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> and then you're like, finish it. Do that thing you do. Yeah, and it was like real cool. It's really awesome. Thanks, guys. Bye. It's going to be shown to thousands of people and recorded forever. Um, but yeah, that was really fun. So I'm really excited to see what the community makes as well for months. Yeah. So this past year or so, I mean, man, how how many conventions and things have you been to? Um, a lot. Uh, yeah, we were at the most recent one I went to was actually Tokyo Game Show. Um, so yeah, I just got back from Japan like two weeks ago, oh, which was really fun. Uh, almost three weeks ago. But yeah. Uh, so that was really, really fun. Um, but I also was at PAX West, which was really cool. Um, we showed off Mina there, um, primarily like with a few media partners, just to kind of like give a little taste of what's what's to come for Mina. Uh, we're really excited to to show the public more as we uh, get further in development. Well, yeah, I'm actually like, you, oh, sorry, I'm sorry to cut go, off, no, go ahead, Jim. I just want to say I'm like super pumped for Mina and not just because you're the guest on the show, but 
like a year and a half ago, I finally played Link's Awakening for the first time. And when I saw like the previews for me, and I was like, ooh, 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 it's doing the thing. It's doing all the things. And I was just like, yep, this is right up my alley. Yeah, I, uh, besides, you know, working for the company, uh, same. Um, every time the team shows me a new level and like, we'll do like game playing time, we're like, you know, besides the core dev team, like we'll all start playing it and like, kind of like, so it, people see how consumers would play the game or the target demographic, I guess. Um, and it's so much fun. And I get sad when they take the controller away from me and having that emotional response while at work is really funny. Cause I'm like, no, I, why are you getting in the way of me gaming at my gaming <laughs> job? Yeah. Um, and it's, 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 it's gonna be so worth the wait. But like, besides having the aspect of it, like, you know, having being reminiscent of like, you know, the Game Boy Color and, you know, Link's Awakening, cause you know, it, it feels so good. Uh, it also is kind of like a top-down Castlevania mixed with Bloodborne. So when you're playing the game uh, and you're attacking enemies, um, you're, you're gonna wanna dodge or you're gonna have a bad time. And like a lot of mechanics, like, you know, as you, you go through combat, that's how you gain your health back, much like Bloodborne. So there's a lot of those things to keep in mind while you're enjoying the adorable graphics. No, I, I love that. And yeah, to Jim's point, I saw that and I was like, ooh, I mean, obviously we already know what you guys are put out is always quality, but like, I guess that's my question. You guys, you know, Shovel Knight has been such a flagship and then you had this. It's like, did it spark so much like, I hate to use the word new energy, but it's like, oh, this is like a, a new thing, a new thing you're pursuing. Like, how does that, excite you guys and then how do you juggle that with still maintaining everything you're doing with all the shovel knight work so it, it's kind of like one of those things where like gaming as a whole and like it's the different like as aesthetics keeping things fresh it's kind of like having kids you know you don't have a favorite because you love all of them and it's kind of <laughs> those things as well where it's like you know me now you know we're really excited because we have a lot of really cool um ideas like mina has a lot of horror themes uh it's a lot darker and like morally gray in comparison to shovel knight shovel knight's very like he's the titular hero and he's like mm -hmm. for justice shovel justice <laughs> uh mina's like a lot of a lot of things without giving spoilers happen in mina that's like ah <laughs> oh my god um so it's it's been really fun to explore that and see what creative ways that we could do that and it, it's it's refreshing, but we you know we love all types of gaming. So it's kind of I guess oh, yeah. going into our core pillar. We don't want to just make games that you love. We want to make games that make you love gaming. So I guess it's exciting in that way where we can we can explore another thing of that we love for the gaming genre. No, I, I love that. And speaking of things we love, I know you're not the biggest beer drinker, but what are you having with us tonight? A Waterloo sparkling water. <laughs> It's I, I saw the can. I did see the can and I went, all right, I'm not sure what she has. I was like, I don't know what that is. I, I like, I always try to just see the labels real quick. I was like, I don't know if that's a seltzer, if that's a beer, if that's a cider or just sparkling water. Go hydration. Yay. One day you guys will interview me on a Friday okay. or a Saturday. And those are like the days that I'm like down to drink. But like tomorrow, like we have some uh, things planned. You'll know. Check our Twitter tomorrow um okay. and uh yeah like so i have to be alert and <laughs> functioning i mean you don't want to be de degenerates like us who just i have to get up at six tomorrow to drop the car off so it's like it's gonna suck but you know you know <laughs> you just deal with it yeah. <laughs> after so many years we've gotten used to going in and work on tuesday and being like oh, here we go yeah one just day when I, um, I'll, I'll be as cool as you guys <laughs> maybe there's a way to change that i can't think of one i cannot think of one at all 
Chambers, what about you? What do you, what do you got tonight? Well, Brian, considering that tomorrow is Halloween, I tried to find the most candy-like beer that I had. So, from the Duclaw Brewing Company out of Baltimore, Maryland, it is their Sweet Baby Jesus Chocolate Peanut Butter Porter. So, this is like one... Wasn't this like one we had real early on as like one of the like first like flavored craft beers we we're really excited for? Like, yeah, that was like, like 2013, 2014. That was a long, long time ago. Yeah, it's sure. been around for a long ass time, but I guess it's popular enough because it's, you know, still in all their mix packs and everything like that. Uh, 6.2% alcohol. Brian, if I may. This is a classic porter with heavenly aromas and flavors of roasted malt, chocolate, and rich peanut butter with a smooth, dry finish. One sip and you will exclaim the name. I hate you, Jim. I hate you so goddamn much. I love torture, Brian. Don't mind me. But but here's the deal. You say you said it's chocolate peanut butter, so that's actually perfect for Halloween season. Because as we learned doing drunk trivia during our Halloween party, Reese's peanut butter cups are the most popular candy in the United States at Halloween time. So I like. I like that fact because I thought it was going to be some goofy shit that nobody likes. And I was like, oh, OK, that's one I think most people would agree on. What would be the goofy thing that no one likes? Just wondering. I said Jim's balance. answer. No, you know, you said Almond Joys. Oh, same thing, basically. They're almond basically Joys are delicious. How they are you? not the best ever. They're no. not the best ever. I never said that, but they yeah. are delicious. I was expecting to say like Heath Bars or something. Some stupid. Yeah, like I, I, I look at those the same way I look at um. Uh, what what are those? It, I'm completely drawing a blank. But like, um, yeah, I, I'm completely drawing a. But he what like peanut shoes or something like that? Yeah, payday? that's like, yeah, paydays or peanuts. Hey hey hey, paydays are awesome. What the, don't no? You attacked almond there. joy. I know. <laughs> now, did you always like almond joy, or was that like a thing you liked once you grew up? Because I hated them as a kid. Now I love them. I just I like almond joys. Always. So are you so is, you're a big coconut fan. Okay, yes. And also, um, so I okay. So I'm like mildly allergic to almonds. Like after I eat three of them, like I, I start getting itchy, like I start feeling good. <laughs> but almond joys have two almonds. So it's like the sweet, <laughs> sweet nectar that like forbidden fruit. I don't know. So they were like the the, the I don't know how to describe it, but like they were the forbidden candy that I that I like. So you could just do like one fun size one. You're like, I'm living dangerous today. Oh yeah, man, I'm dancing that line. Like if I eat three of them, I have to go to school the next day. It sounds cool. <sighs> that I mean, just the fact that you started that sentence with, I'm partially allergic to almonds, and I'm like, wait a second, that something's not making sense there. No, but like those, those things, like peanut chews and those ones, it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if nothing's else le- left, of course I'll have them. But no one ever goes, you know what I haven't had in a while? Those. Same way I feel about Peeps. The same way I feel about, like, a lot of certain candies. Don't tell me you like Peeps, too. I love Peeps. But, like, it's like they only taste good stale. So you have to leave them out for, like, Is that just what while. every woman says? Why do you all like them stale? <laughs> That's your no, wife, Jim. It's like the texture. It's, I don't know. Now, it's, like, now she has backup. It's like, yeah, no, no, it's great. You got to wait. It's the waiting game because uh, you can't wait too long because like then it's gross. But like, it's like a day, day and a half. Like that's the sweet peep spot. So where do you stand on candy corn? I like candy corn. Okay. I'm with you on that. Because you got to mm-hmm. eat it in sections though. If you're a monster, mm-hmm. you just pop it. Like there's something yeah. wrong with you. No, you got to, you got to do three bites, even though it yeah. looks ridiculous. And the third one is like a little nub and you're like, what am I doing with this? But yeah. Like a little no, squirrel. Just- that's <laughs> me. I do 10 yeah. at a time. 
<laughs> oh, Jim's man. just dumping the bag. He's like, fuck this. He's dropping it like completely. <laughs> no, I, I, I like it, Jim. I like that you're sticking with the Halloween theme. And um, yeah, Jim, you actually did mention it was mischief night. I did tell the wife that one of these years we're going to convince your wife to give us your keys and I'm going to put some shit in your car. I'm pre- I'm just prefacing it now so you know. I was going to toilet paper your house, but I was like, I could see you like trying to get it out of your tree and you fall or something, and then I'd feel bad. So <laughs> That is probably how it would go down. Fill his car with peeps. By the time he'll find them, oh. he'll be stale and his wife will be happy. Oh, I Just like throwing it that. out there. Yeah, that's a double win. She's happy. He's mad. You know what, Jim? You can thank Celia for that. <laughs> Wait, what's new there? <laughs> but no, I am sticking with the Halloween theme as well. Jambers, you had one of these when you were over, but it's the Mason Alworks um, Dankenstein's Monster with amazing can art. Uh, this is one of those ones where I just, I was about to pass it. There was all these awesome cans. And of course, going on the Frankenstein. Uh, when companies take time to put art on their can the way these do, I don't care how it tastes. I want to pay for it. I want to buy it. And luckily, this one is delicious. It's a unfiltered double IPA, 10%. And yeah, no, no goofy write-up like you had, Jim. Just a good goddamn beer. So if you guys ever get a chance to try it, I would highly suggest it. Perfect for this time of year. So I noticed that you guys mentioned the alcohol percentage. So I feel like for my Waterloo. Um, so it's zero <laughs> calories, Ooh, okay. uh, zero sugar. Um, zero carbs and zero fiber and zero protein in case anyone was wondering. I want, I want to know the sodium and pH levels of this. Um, I can test it and get it back to you from the labs in a week and a half. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I've ever even heard of Waterloo. Have you ever seen those around here, Jim? No, that's gotta be some West coast stuff. It it probably is like, it's like in sprouts. Do you guys have sprouts? No, no. I was going to say, like, the only thing I have around me is literally the boring-ass LaCroix. It's the same thing, repackaged. Just Oh, okay. Same. <laughs> All right. Do you prefer it over LaCroix? No, they're cheaper than LaCroix. So okay, there these you guys. go. Now that, oh, but yeah, we don't have those. Full like full disclosure, this is stolen from the Yacht Club Games office. Uh, whenever I go in, because I usually work from, from home, um, but like I always have the option to work in office. But when I do, I'll like load up a bag of like snacks that they have and like the sparkling waters and all that. So, I mean, you you gotta you know since you're mostly work from home, that's your share. Right? Yeah, like, like I offset know? it, and like it's funny because I'll be like be doing it all sneaky, like, eh. and then like Shannon, she's like our operations manager, is like, oh, do you want a bigger bag? And I'm like, you can't. You can't just help me. That, that takes the thrill away from, like, out of it. Like, I don't know. We, She's we showing up in a utility van, packing up the pallets. Yeah. <laughs> well, we now know that you you only enjoy things when you're living dangerously, like your almond joys, oh. like you're stealing snacks. I get it. Oh no! Oh no! It's better. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, I'm seeing it now. This I I, I see what you're doing. <laughs> I'm getting. She's like, I I don't play games with save states anymore. I don't save anymore. I just play. And if I lose, that's how you live dangerously. (laughs) There's for sure a dark side that no one on the internet will ever see. Of course. Yeah. You can't show them everything, Jim. Come on. (laughs) But Celia, I guess that is my next question. I know with everything you guys are doing, do you have time to even like enjoy gaming at home? Or are you just always- Yeah, I do. It's funny. Cause like I get, I get off like my, my long day of, you know, talking about games and I just go play more video games. Um, so right now 
I'm, okay, I'm kind of in this weird spot where I'm binge playing like a shit ton of games. I'm uh, reason being is that I got the the PlayStation the expensive PlayStation uh, subscription. I know, don't judge me. Oh, okay. Um, okay. For three months, and I'm doing this thing. Um, how do I describe this? Okay, I'm gonna go on a tangent. There's a point. It will loop back. You know when you go to a buffet and it's like, mm -hmm. I don't really want to pay that much, so I have to make it worth it. So you eat your body weight in like anything you find in those little trays. Absolutely. Um, that's what I'm doing uh, with PlayStation Plus right now. So I am like binge playing a bunch of games that I wouldn't normally play. Um, so I'm just like absorbing content. So like right now I'm playing um, uh, The World Ends With You, the, the second mm -hmm. one technically, because mm -hmm. the original was on the DS. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I'm doing that. I beat Unpacking. Um, I played It Takes Two. Um, also played, there's like a bunch of other ones that I'm like not remembering right now. But like, I've been like, oh, Sea of Stars. Yeah, heck yeah. I thought my money's worth okay. immediately. Um, okay. Amazing game, by the way, if you haven't played it yet. But I assume you guys have. Um, no, and, no, but I know. Yeah, we know so I'm just about, like yeah. playing as much as you can. Yeah. Oh. Cramming in there. Yeah. Now, the I'm question not, is. I'm not a JRPG you... guy, so I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess well, my question is are you yeah. trying to make sure you get in everything in those three months or or like because you definitely want to cancel it or do you think there's a chance now that you're seeing a library that okay like, so what i'm telling myself is <laughs> i'm gonna have this three months and i want to play everything i want and then like later nerds just kidding playstation <laughs> i love you work fast. um and you know just kind of you know live my life but like we'll see like the I feel like the PlayStation Plus catalog is kind of like a sleeper catalog because so many people like talk so much about Game Pass. And so I know all the games that are coming to Game Pass or already on Game Pass or left Game Pass or blah, 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 Game Pass. Um, but I actually wasn't aware of like how vast the library is for PlayStations, surprisingly enough. Um, so like I'm having a lot of fun. So we'll see. Like I might extend it, but like I'm also not with any subscription service. Like I actually use it. Like I don't just pay for things and then like forget go. about it. Mm -hmm. So it's like if I have it, then I have to use it. That's my role. <laughs> Jim's like, I'm still somehow paying for WWE Network. And yeah, I don't it's pretty good beer, guys. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you're just vibing. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, you are absolutely correct, though. I did pay for the – before I convert it to, like, whenever – what was that? Six months ago or so when they switched the way their uh, yeah. subscription was – I did love. They're, they had some sleeper PS1, PS2 titles, even like some of their PS3 that <clears throat> I, I grew up mostly doing Xbox because all of our friends did Xbox. Mm -hmm. Jim and I have talked about many times. PS3 was a purchase mostly because I needed a good Blu-ray player and they had good games. Mm -hmm. PS4 was legit, some good games. And PS5, I got that because that I could get that before the Xbox Series X. But I love, I mean, I've always said they have a great catalog. It's just, yeah, it's it's kind of buried under what Game Pass offers. And it's, yeah. it is apples to oranges, but no, I think it's worth it. And to, to your point, if you get three months of great games out of it, like you just named some games that, what was it? It takes two. So that was game of the year to one year. Unpacking was in there. Like, so Unpacking's games, <laughs> that, that's one of those games that I said it's, I've after having beaten Power Wash Simulator, and I said, "Who the hell would ever want to do these kind of games?" Unpacking is a game I could totally understand. Where you're like, "Yeah, it just you just kind of turn your brain off and you you go through it, and it's relaxing." Yeah, it was literally like I have a glass of wine and play. That it was yeah. a Friday night. So, but one thing just about unpacking, I just loved how it told a story without mm -hmm. 
you like figuring that out immediately. Because, like, you know, like, you see the first room, and I'm like, oh, it's just a silly little unpacking game. And it's like, oh, like, one thing was like, oh, she has a dreidel. I'm like, that's sick. And I'm like, wait, she's Jewish. Like, most non-Jews don't have dreidels. So, like, my brain was like, oh, like, like, initially, I just saw that as normal. But I'm like, oh, that's cool. And then, like, yeah. slowly, as I unpacked stuff, I started getting more invested in her life because I'm nosy like that. And it was just fun. I love that. So, so you didn't get caught a... like all the uh, Zoomers did on the GameCube and think it was a toaster. Like, how do I beat this level? This game's impossible. That's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it was a GameCube. But, like, it's... I, there was one of those, I call them the walking sim games, but I forget the name of it. I think it's Life is Strange. Um, so that was a game, same deal. I was like, all right, um, it, I heard it. You can beat it in like an hour. But I went through and I actually found the weird room, I guess a spoiler, where it's like, there was some weird occult shit going on like and it was hidden and i was like oh like that sparked my interest like being the horror guy mm -hmm. so i love that like when you take these little turns in games like that and you really explore the story and they don't force feed all of it to you but it leaves you enough to like you can imagine some stuff but like you said it drops hints of like what is their life like what's going on so, that, so that's interesting it life is strange might be a different game because that game's 40 hours so just pointing out then what is the game it, it, it's literally you're in a house you're finding notes and oh my god it's killing me i, I don't remember the name it's not edith finch either. what remains of edith finch no no it, it's it's like you're walking through a house you come home and you're finding notes about your sister and she's like planned something like i don't oh, i know what you're talking about i can't remember it though. what's it she called okay figure it out dm me on twitter or okay, X, or yeah. whatever you call it. Because um, I, I want to play that. I love those kind of games. I, I definitely will, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, you're talking, cause... and I was like, that's not Life is Strange, because I'm like, I invested way too long <laughs> of my life in that game. <laughs> yeah, I I, I will, I, I'll definitely message you, but that it was a game like that where I was like, I'm not going to be into this. I just want to get through yeah. it to see, because it was on the catalog, and then I kind of got hooked into it. So, yeah, I appreciate that feeling. <laughs> But so though, so that's your kind of goal right now. Stick with the PlayStation for now. Yeah. Get through these three months. See if you want to keep it. Yeah. Like eventually, like, okay. So I want to get Game Pass eventually. And I know there's Game Pass PC, but I eventually plan to win an Xbox. Um, and have we gone over this? Okay. No, so but whenever I like this people, idea, win. <laughs> whenever people hear that, they're like, Celia, like, that sounds really freaking stupid. Until they hear, I won my Super Nintendo. I won my Nintendo 64. I won my PlayStation 4. <laughs> like, I won my Nintendo Switch. So, guys, who's laughing now? I've won a lot of my console. Where are you winning all these? I am a question. contest person, so I'm a sweepstaker. So I'll just enter contests randomly. I Last year, I won a tickets to the X Games, but it, it was too... Uh, it was too uh, close to like when I'd have to fly to Colorado, so I wasn't gonna do it. So I just gave it away to a friend who like lived in Colorado. Um, but yeah, no, I am a sweepstaker, and that's what I do. So eventually, I will win an Xbox, and at that point, I will get Game Pass. But until then, PlayStation Plus. I am going to side eye every goddamn random account <laughs> now that will tag me in these giveaways, and I'd be like, hmm. Why well, Celia keep winning? I know there's what an the all out there. Where she's just <laughs> no, the you have to do from Maine because if they're not using, okay, so if they're using um like a contest thing like Gleam, don't even bother. That's one in a million. Like I mean, enter it still, but like don't bother. Yeah, I've tried. But if those, it's yeah. like we'll randomly pick at a certain time, I'm like they are stalking the people and seeing like 
whose profiles are legit and like who genuinely would like this and those are the contests that you want to enter so that's my okay. pro tip i like, I like I'm, I'm not random i Strategic. I mean, you just named some huge wins. So, yeah, I'm not going to bet against you. I think given enough time, you'll probably win an Xbox. I think so, so. too. One day. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a principle to matter at this point. I know, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I respect it. Now, Chambers, what about you? How, what? I know it's been like four weeks. We know you haven't beat Tetris 99 yet. No, no, no. no. <laughs> what have you been able to play, if anything? Well, like most weeks, I've had almost no time to play. But, Brian, interesting enough, even before we booked Celia for this episode, there was a nice little sale going on in the eShop, and I picked up Shovel Knight Spectre of Torment. So it was like, what, three bucks? And I was like, all right, I'll grab this. And then when I figured out I was having her on, I was like, oh, well, time to suck up. So I popped it in, put some hours into it, and I was like, god damn, it's been a while since I played a Shovel Knight game. And I was like, damn, that quality really is still there, though. That's from like, what, 2019-ish, something like that? Uh, so Spectre of Torment was a Nintendo Switch launch title. So it came really? out in 2017, March, oh, March uh, 17th, actually. Oh, wow. All right. Yeah, I was, just, I was playing through it. I was like, yep, same great graphics, same great music. I was like, mm-hmm. mm, doing this with the Joy-Cons is, mm, but I'm the type of guy who just likes to slay on my couch and just play uh, handheld. But besides that, I was like, yeah, this is yeah. still a damn fun time. Thank you. Jim, what I picked up from that is you probably, I mean, we know you're bad at most games. It was too tough for you, wasn't it, Jim? It was not too tough, though. I was a little inebriated, just a bit. I don't know where that would ever no. come from. And, like, early on in the game, they give those, like, challenge to you where you have to, like, do this, like, scaling up thing. And it will, like, randomly generate a couple, like, a couple different paths. And I just kept trying and trying and trying. After, like, 30 tries, I was like, all right, I'm going to go to bed now. Okay, as for someone who's also played a lot of Shovel Knight inebriated, I know what you're talking about. And yeah, it can be with, um, I feel like if you were to play one of our campaign titles uh, with a couple beers, I would suggest King of Cards. Um, mm. I may or may not have done that in beaten it. Um, so I go. just, I suggest it. It's, it's very, um, if you're like Wario Land style games, like Wario Land ah, 2, okay. he has a similar kind of attack style to that. Listen, you, you gave us the idea one day when we had you on, instead of just doing this, we're going to have you play Jim in something. Okay. Both drunk, and I can't wait to just commentate the whole time. I yeah. am actually really down. It has to be a Friday <laughs> or a Saturday, because those are the drinking days. Yes, no, not a problem. We will do that to make this happen. <laughs> and don't give us a freaking reason. Jesus. <laughs> But yeah, uh, yeah, Jambers, I think I mentioned to you, so now that I beat Mortal Kombat 1, I'm further in Starfield, and son of a bitch, um, once again, I'll say spoiler, it's not really a spoiler, like any Bethesda game, you have many ways you can level up your character, and certain things you should prioritize. Well, I'm just trying to beat the main uh, campaign, and unfortunately, like, I haven't done shit to my, like, ship powers and my ability to pilot stuff and one of the things i need to do is really get through a major dogfight, and i can't do shit for it so i'm like now having to like i have to commit to side missions until i can do that which that's one thing that's been the only if i had any complaint i'm like oh that kind of sucks like i wish there was a way to bypass it because that's what i love about a lot of bethesda games is that there's always like a a side door that you can like I'll do it this way or this persuasion no this is like I have to fight them in a spaceship and I'm like that's the one thing I didn't care about 
in this game. So other than that, um, I actually did just watch five, five Nights at Freddy's last night. And so, of course, that, that got the bug in me. I was like, well, let me re start replaying those games. I realized I don't, I don't know when the hell I downloaded all of them. I only played the first two. But I was like, I'm going to try my hand at that again. So, yeah, yeah I'm, di I'm diving back in. Other than that, it's been, been a pretty slow week just like you. Um, haven't done a ton in gaming. But, yeah, no, I'm, I'm hoping I'm going to turn all that around this week. We'll see. Was the movie good? I liked it. As someone who is very peripherally, like, I know about Five Nights at Freddy. I know the lore is crazy. I can appreciate that there is, like, so much fan love given in that movie. And Matthew Lillard is always great. Um, it was fine i was actually i wasn't sure did, he, did either of you see uh willie's wonderland with nick cage no i did not okay so that's like the knockoff uh five nights at Freddy's movie um <clears throat> i don't know if i was expecting it to like i don't even know if it's pg or whatever but celia to your point <laughs> the wife and i were like let's subscribe to peacock watch a whole bunch of movies it's only like five or six bucks. And I was like, after a month, we'll decide if we want to keep it. But let's watch everything we want that's on that catalog. So that yeah. was one of those things. Um, I did like it. I enjoyed it. Uh, I also tend to find the good things in movies. Like, I can, like, forgive a lot of bad movies. Okay. Like, I won't just shit on a movie. So I had enough entertainment out of it. And I think if you're a fan of the series, you'll find a lot you like about it. Um, and there's some pretty dark shit. Like, if yeah. you don't know the lore of that game. Okay, so if you do, then, yeah, you're like, ew, like, this is it's pretty messed up. But all in all, all the actors and actresses, they did great. So, yeah, I really, I would suggest it if you like that franchise at all. Okay, really not in. I've yet yeah. to play a, a Five Nights and Freddy game. Um, but... Uh, my coworkers like sold it to me like on Friday we're all having lunch and they're like telling me about it and I was like ah oh, that's kind of things I like and then they were gonna see the movie um, like I think soon so I was like ah oh, maybe I should play one of them so I like get it but I know sure. I know enough about the franchise just from like osmosis of like Twitter and Reddit mm -hmm. that like I get what's going on. How do you do it, jump scares? Um, I will find out. <laughs> Are you gonna do it inebriated? Probably there is there is a um, a sixty percent chance of of uh, wine or beer in my future. <laughs> get a wine, get an almond joy. I know, man, dude, dude, live a little wild, <laughs> a little crazy. Maybe have two. Yeah, I, I go to urgent that. care. No. I don't know. We'll see. Ah, <laughs> uh, they're gonna read to try and be like uh, another one. They know me by name. Too, too many almond joys. <laughs> <laughs> No, but yeah, I, this, so that, that's kind of, like I said, that's my big focus. I know Jim, you and I, we are still on track. Um, I did dip my toes in, I think between the past two weeks. And I don't know if I mentioned last week, I I'm trying the original bionic commando again. Um, cause I want to be prepared for our awesome patron who did request it as a review. Uh, yeah, that game is, um, I don't know. Celia, have you ever played that? The original bionic commando? No, I thought you were talking about Bionicles. The, the, like, the action God, I wish. <laughs> I, I know. Because I was like, you don't sound as stoked. Because I'm like, people that like like Bionicles love Bionicles. I would be very excited if that was the case. Yeah. yeah. Bionic Commando on the NES is... It's a game. Um, okay. I, I, 
Jim, you didn't try it yet, right? Now, I actually just picked it up today for NES, so okay, I'll be okay. recording it legit off the console and putting myself through that hell. I owe okay. you. But no, it, it's we're only doing it because of our awesome patrons. Yeah, and of course. What questions do we have this week? Patreon.com slash drink a beer and play a game. Where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question that we will answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. First up, from Kev Called. What is your all-time favorite fast food or restaurant promotion deal? For example, the 555 deal from Domino's. Mm. God, 555 was life back in college. I was going to say, that's probably going to be my answer just because of poker nights. But, Celia, what about you? Okay. So I have two. Okay. Uh, one that I like ironically really liked, and then one that like I actually, no, actually I did do both of them. Um, so th- my ironic love was when Taco Bell decided to gaslight everyone to thinking that it was a healthy diet menu. Uh, when ah. they did the the fresh fit, uh, fre- the fresco menu. Remember that? Fresco. That was a new. Yeah, that released in like 2009 to like 2010, <laughs> and then they never talked about it again. It was powerful. Uh, it was. It was like. <laughs> It was something. It was definitely something. And they're like, we took the cheese out now, so it's healthy. Don't ask questions. Um, so I thought that was really funny. And so I would be like, oh, I'm on a diet. My friends are like, what? And I like would go to Taco Bell and come back. And I just thought that was like so fucking funny to say. Um, and I just really like Taco Bell. Um, Who does? Still do. It's great. Um, and then the $5 footlong, like just... For the amount of sandwich you can get for that, like in college, I think there was a while where like that's the only thing I ate, and it was just I just lived off of them, and it was it was pretty cool. What was a go-to? We all have a go-to. Okay, so it depends. Like if I'm feeling fancy, the the meatball marinara with uh, provolone, Mm -hmm. very good. Mm -hmm. But then there's also like the uh, the Italian one. uh, BMT. Yeah, yeah, the one that has like everything in it. The, the pepperoni, the salami, the black forest. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mine. So that one's good. And then like, if I'm feeling simple, the turkey. But I would heavily judge anyone that got tuna fish. Yeah, tuna fish. Jim, Jim, tell me. Jim, it is a great paste when they open up the package. Look, when it just when they, they pour it out water. of that plastic bag, I just look at it in my taste buds. They just they just can't stop. Jim, okay. as someone who I watch you consume a 7-Eleven rib flavored meat sandwich. Ooh, you think the big rib's bad? Ooh, Lord. You know what? You're fine. Look, I've, lived through, I've lived through, like, buffet sushi. All right? Look, at this point. Oh. Wait, okay, time out. Okay. Was it, like, a, like a, like a Totosai buffet sushi? Or was it... Wait, what state do you guys live in? Hold on, before I judge. PA. PA. So about as judge far away. on the other side of the country from real Japanese food as you can imagine. Okay, yeah, I judge you. Never mind. Because, yeah. like, Totosai was delicious. It was, like, this, like, all-you-can-eat before I discovered, like, Kura or, like, anything like that, which is, like, a revolving sushi chain. But, okay. No, this oh. would be, like, the same place that would also probably have the classic oiled-up green beans and all the other buffet shit. Jim would just, yeah, there's, yeah. there's, there's She's sitting here saying, lights. like, is it a Kurosai? I'm like, no, 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 no. These are the ones that are called, like, Grand Super Buffet and shit like that. Yeah. Oh, awesome. Good for you. <laughs> And you I lived. See. You did it. You did it, Jeff. I'm unkillable. Look at me. Wow. <laughs> Celia, I just figured out your tell. You don't blink when you're telling a lie. What? <laughs> I just said to Jim, you're like, good for you. I'm <laughs> so happy for you. See, I don't know what you're talking about. 
I, I mean, Jim, you, you, you said it, and it was said in the question. I think that five-five-five deal to get the goddamn medium with one topping from Domino's, and we would be playing poker all night or whatever we did in college. Pete, poker, and, here, escape, whatever, N sixty four, whatever dumb shit we'd be doing. And every one of us would end up getting our own five, you know, our own pizza as we're drinking like that. You cannot beat that. Of course, it made for a terrible feeling the next day, but like the value that and the five dollar foot long, Celia, you said that. I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh yeah, like getting that. And I, I did love the. Uh, it was still early internet. I, could, I I feel like, but the people that would submit the pictures are like, it's not actually a foot. It's eleven and a half inches, or like something like bitching yeah. about the size of the bread and shit. But I'm like, yeah, things like that. Those were probably the two I can think of the most, but I did like that idea of the fresco, and I'm like trying to think. I've said, I've maintained for a long time, as Taco Bell is the healthiest choice, just like I say how Guinness is actually the lowest calorie of a normal beer you can get. And most people don't think that because they think it's like too thick or whatever, but it's, it's like not only lowest calorie, but like the amount of like iron and random like protein or something it offers you, it's actually like the healthy choice now don't anyone out there actually take that advice but that is something that's out there so yeah, it's only like the brian healthiest choice hel- yeah you'll One lose weight if you style. drink guinness come yeah. on yeah it's like 105 calories for a pint it's perfect yeah exactly <laughs> what about you chambers what, what was your go-to ah uh, well now celia reminded me of when even the one-upper, the classic one-upper move when KFC tried to play itself off as health food when they were like, we're nothing but protein. You should eat here because we're all protein. And then like a week later, they came out to double down and everyone just went, mm. But I was going to say, I don't remember that one, Jim. <laughs> you don't remember that? They got, I think they got I, no, sued no, for it, actually. I, no, you, no, I know the double down. I don't remember them ever claiming they were healthy. No, it was like mid-2000s. They were trying to pull that shit, too. I think everyone it lasted like was. six months yeah. and they got sued like immediately. <laughs> But as far it's, as, ooh, favorite promotions, I mean, I guess I got to go, like, I, like, at first I was like, ooh, menu item, and going with, like, when Taco Bell would have, like, the seven-layer burrito for, like, two bucks, and that was back in my stoner days, so that was a goddamn godsend back then, but that's not really a special promotion. I'm hurting here. Brian, do I go with, what do you call it, do I, do I count food truck for fast food? Do I stretch it a little bit? No, nah, those weren't promotions, Jim. That's true. <laughs> it has to be national campaigns. National yeah. campaigns. All right. Uh, I mean, I can't go wrong with the 555 either, just for lack of anything better to say. You know like, what? I mean, we I just can think of so many of them. Jim, something that's a national chain. I don't know if I'll call it a promotion, but I don't know if you two agree with this. Uh, near my work, there was a Dunkin', and when the Dunkin' app first came out, the amount of free shit you could generate after a very short amount of time. I was like getting free coffees, free sandwiches. Don't like every, I feel like every week I had something free and then they decided to like, well, that's way too much. So let's cut that in like half. And then all of a sudden it's like spread out more like that original. You could abuse this shit out of that system and really just walk away with free stuff all the time. Oh, dude, every six days I'd have a free coffee waiting for me. It's <clears throat> awesome. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that. So, a lot of them did that. Like, I remember, uh, same deal. I think it was the uh, Walmart or Target or one of those did a thing where, like, if you scanned your coupons, you got a percentage of it back. And on a monthly Walmart. basis, I was getting 50 to 100 bucks back on just regular shit. And then, same deal. They were like, 
nope, this is a terrible idea. We're losing way too much money. So I, I like things like that. When you, but you got to get them in the uh, early stages. I'll say that. Yep. So, All right. Love that ne question. Next up from Bronson. Brian, speaking of Starfield, if you could build your dream ship, what would it be and why? My dream ship. Hmm. See, I'm really bad. Like, even though I love... Well, you just said you didn't do shit with your ship, so I guess you That's can't even That's what I'm saying. Like, like, I don't have a good answer. Like, I I guess if it's anything like my Starfield, I just want something that can hold a bunch of shit ton of cargo, grab jump really far, and not get blown up in the first dogfight I get into. So, I don't know, Jim. You know more about... You're, you're much more into that. I feel like that would be a perfect question for you or Celia, because I'm terrible with that. Oh, mine would not be economical. Like, nope. <laughs> mine wouldn't be economical at all. It would be just made for dogfights. I'd waste all my goddamn time doing that. But you're so bad at them. I'm decent. I'm, I'm all right. <laughs> Asshole. I mean, you didn't even beat Star Fox when you first try, and I did. Come on. <sighs> Let's see. This is the bullshit here. Because when Brian first played it, he was like 27. When I first played it, I was eight. There's no excuses. You had sharper reflexes back then. I was yeah, it sounds too. like an excuse, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like you're a quitter. <laughs> but it's my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know how to I mean, I appreciate the question. I don't know how to answer it. Like, if if you were going to theme it like a starship I've seen in a movie, I mean, uh, I, I, I don't even know. Like uh, my, just let my, me have just ha let me have a dogfight ship that I can shape like the Winnebago from Spaceballs and I'll be good. I do. I, I do like that. that. That's a good answer, Jim. Hooray, I was due. Next up, <laughs> Brian from Burn Retinas. Between me and you, and see, we'll throw you in here too. Who's the more ruthless go kart racer? Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. Celia, are you a. Have you go karted much in your life? <laughs> I've go karted once. Okay. And uh, not well. I was a passenger and I just did this. Um, so. I would probably lose. Now, so, do you, uh, have, do you have boardwalks out there? Like, what do you mean? Like the pier? Or do you mean like racetrack? Like, what do you mean by that? All right. So on our end of the uh, country, like Atlantic City is like the king or not Atlantic City. New Jersey's the king for boardwalks. So it'll be a couple miles with all kind like long piers with assorted uh, shops, strip malls, and then extended piers that'll have all kinds of games, mini theme parks and like. Tons of go-kart racing, all kinds of crap like okay, that. Okay, so not go-karts. That's why I was confused. Um, mm. Like, there's the Santa Monica Pier, which has, like, a mm. Ferris wheel and, like, a bunch of different, like, tchotchke kind of shops and, like, things and carnival games, but not, like... No, not no go-karts or stuff like that. No. Yeah. yeah, Jersey has a lot of those. And there are... There's been a lot more indoor ones that popped up around me. Um, yeah. Mine was that golf and stuff, and that doesn't exist anymore over here, I think. So, but but it's something, yeah. So a lot of those do exist over here, so, like that. Like yeah, the whole indoor, like many things you can do. Mm -hmm. um, like the one place we have is like not only an adult go kart, it's a kid go kart, and then axe throwing and something else. So it's oh, like course. multiple things. Yeah, you got to combine it all. And there's alcohol there, so it's all good. Oh, even better! <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um. Jim, I think you and I in Jersey have go kart it, and I'm done sure it a few times. You. I think I've spun you a few times. So you never spun me. God damn it! <laughs> I mean, I'm, the inertia wasn't there. I'm just, you know, I'm 
It's not like I got laughed or anything like that. See, there's just a little bit more, you know, drag I have to deal with because of, uh, you know, certain issues. Some people like more of these fast food deals than others, so things happen. I, I am an aggressive racer and driver, so I'd probably say I would be a little more aggressive on the track. I'll just say there you that. go. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll have to test this. We'll have to do this again. Film it. We, we live close to it, Brian. Oh, yeah. man. We need someone to take a video of this shit. Jim, I'm going to put a go cam on your head so they see that. that uh, you'll be like, wahoo. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Last up from Todd Howard Sucks. It's the post apocalypse. Would you rather be able to slow down time for one minute and you move 500% faster or be able to fly for 15 minutes at 80 miles per hour? And you can do either of these once per day. Slow down time. Oh. oh my god. Wait, you can slow down time for one minute? One but minute, you but you move 500% faster. 500% faster of like what I can normally do? Yeah. Okay. Or you I can would, fly for 15 minutes at 80 miles per hour. That would hurt. Yeah. Okay. Minutes. Bugs, think of your windshield. Um, right, let, let's imagine like Dragon Ball rules and you have like an energy shield around you. So you're not dealing with the bugs. Okay. Let's make this so optimal. But okay, so you're 80 miles an hour for 15 minutes, or 500 percent faster than I mean I don't even know what a normal human runs, 15 miles an hour. Like I think in a treadmill, like when you set that, is that miles per hour? Like I'm trying to think, like what, what kind of yeah, distance what's your, can you cover? Yeah, what's, what's your top treadmill? speed? Have you ever just ran really quickly? Past That's what the, I mean. No, like I haven't. Things? Now I kind of want to do that. You guys should find out what your top speed is. Like start training and then do it. <laughs> Do you know what yours is? Because like, no, that's weird. Think, Why like, would I do that? But I know, you know you but guys. that's like I'm trying. All right, to so think that's like... yes, she definitely knows. <laughs> She's I like, asked... um... okay. So one of my dumb things I'll ask my friends though is like, "What's your top speed?" So that's just relevant of where I, could... I like it. I've done that bit before. Um, didn't make it up for you guys. Sorry. Um, but yeah, like I feel like that one, the first option is the best because like. Let's say you're in a scenario that you need to get out of. Like, I don't know, some crazy shit just happened. A natural disaster. You could get the fuck out. Yeah. If you fly 80 miles for 15 minutes, you know what also can do that? Like, my car minus the flying part. Yeah. And then I also didn't waste my pause time real quick thing. Like, I don't know. I just feel like for 15 minutes of flying, that's not a lot of flying. Yeah, I like this. I mean, I think we had a similar question about superpowers, and I did choose time travel or like something to that effect over flying, just because. I mean, when you say post-apocalyptic, are we talking, you know, a war, zombies, like like aliens, like what actually happened to cause it? Because that's that's a big factor too. Because if it's all radiation, I don't want to be flying out there anyway. So what good is flying if I'm in a bunker? Um, what good's yeah, I, running really fast if you're in a bunker too? No, you pause time. No. You can just get away. Yeah. What if? Yeah. yeah. What if someone's like, oh, they're like invading your bunker. You can pause time and then like mark them, and then you're like, thanks for your wallet and resources, dead guy. Yeah. Like, exactly. You can do a lot in a minute. Oh no! Don't get me wrong. I'm really taking fast. I'm taking the stop time thing too, because all I would do is just heinous things and steal and shit like that. So like, anytime a hypothetical comes up, it's always for the worst reasons that I take my. Oh answer, yeah, hundred percent. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. <laughs> no, stopping time is by far, that is the right answer. I think we have a consensus. Stopping time and Jim steals wallets. Like, I feel like <laughs> we have a group agreement that those two things are facts. <laughs> Jim, I still contend that you would be 
terrible with your time and somehow you'd still fuck it up in the middle of pulling a wallet and it'd be like 59 seconds you're like i got it and then you it would unpause and you're like damn it <laughs> no no in my luck i'd like start doing it and then like trip and tear my acl or something like that <laughs> then i'm just sitting there for the next time like, ah, like the wallet's on the floor <laughs> He's like 500% of two miles per hour. He's like, God damn it. I'm just convulsing at 500 miles per hour in pain. Good for you. Love Good that. Good question, Todd Howard sucks. That's the luck I have. So once again, thank you to all the patrons for the questions. Really support. appreciate the support. And if you're listening on YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes, make sure to check out the links below to all of the different platforms. Give us some likes, some follows, leave some comments and reviews. Do all that good stuff. We really appreciate it. And speaking of links, Celia. We have to apologize. Please start plugging away where everyone can find you. Uh, yeah. If you want to follow me on Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it in the near future, <laughs> I'm at Celia B with three E's. Yeah. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram at Kosher Gamer. If you want to know more about my work, you can find us as at Yacht Club Games on literally everything. Yay. Uh, <laughs> branding's uh, very consistent. <laughs> I was going to say, as someone who has to deal with that much more, what do you like are you ever going to convert to just saying x or are you always going to be like you know twitter i feel like like she's going to have to but no one else is going to do it yeah like it's kind of one of those things also that like you know when you're in school and like a teacher would get married and you're like i'm still calling you miss jones because that's what Mm -hmm. i'm used to it's it's literally that for me i'm like i'm still calling it twitter because when yeah. I started using it, it was Twitter. That's what it was. Yeah. There will be a generation that literally only knows it as X. And they'll be like, why do you guys keep calling it Twitter? But I, I don't care about them. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't care, but get goddamn Shovel Knight. Yeah, but, but unless you buy Shovel Knight, then I'll definitely care. <laughs> Elon's going to put out a tweet just saying he's playing Shovel Knight. And she's going to be like, oh, my God, I love X. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, wow, it's so cool. I have a check mark and everything now. Oh. $8. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Don't worry, we did it for a little while. It's so not worth it. Yeah, I know. When I was looking at like different, like, like the algorithm boosts of like different engagement posts, it tends to be similar enough where it doesn't make sense. Yeah, but similar if anything, and you automatically get put on 10,000 auto block lists. So it's like your reach Great. is just going to other people paying for it who aren't going to look at your shit anyway. So it's definitely not worth it for promotion. Mm-mm. Yeah. Thank you for the inside knowledge. I appreciate it. No problem. Oh, I saw I saw that look. I, the same look, the no blink. No, I was serious because <laughs> I, I, I didn't want to do it regardless. And now I could be like, yeah, and there's block lists. I didn't even think about that. So She's just still it. judging me for the sushi. That's what it is. I forgot about that, but now I am. <laughs> and your tuna fish. Sucks. Oh, yeah, that too. Ah, why? Ooh, okay, wait, time out. Should I combine them and put some buffet sushi on my tuna fish subway? And then you mm-hmm. die, and it's really weird. Um, <laughs> rest in peace. Um <laughs> Okay, so on the East Coast, do you guys call it tuna fish or you just call it tuna? We just say tuna. You just say tuna? Yeah, we do. Okay. I, I think it depends because my parents were hardcore like calling it tuna fish. They never just are say you, tuna. Jim, let's what? be honest. Jim, are you born parents. and raised in Philly and stayed yes. there? Yep. Yeah, because my dad's from Philadelphia and he would say tuna fish. And that's where I got it from. But people in California just call it tuna. And I'm just a crazy person because they're like, oh, it's you're saying the same thing because tuna is a fish. So I was yeah, just curious. No, Brian, Brian's family is those Fugazis from the Northeast. Like my parents were from South Philly. So. Jim, okay. your parents were in South Philly and then they moved to the Northeast. Actually, the more yuppity Northeast from where I was. 
Everyone says, let me get a tuna sub. No one says, let me get a tuna fish sub. No, tuna fish sandwich. Nobody says that. Your yes, mom you and dad say may say that. But let's be honest, Jim. Your mom and dad put Doritos in a secondary dishwasher for your snacks. So that's where... So Wait, rewind. No, hold on. We'll go back to that point. They had two, how many dishwashers did you have, Jim? <laughs> we had two dishwashers, and neither of them were either hooked up or worked. So they so would just put... put assorted shit, bags of snacks. They would only shop at Sam's Club, so it was all bulk. So we would just be overflowing with snacks and other bull crap we never used and didn't need. And yeah, I had to store it somewhere. So that's really funny because like, I grew up with a dishwasher. In my house, I have a dishwasher. Mm-hmm. I am the dishwasher. I use that for storage or it's just empty. I don't. But you don't use it, but you don't, his, one of those not your dad's from philly what part of philly shut up brian what part of philly was your dad from i don't know <laughs> oh you need to find out i guarantee it's south philly it's gonna be a south Probably. philly thing i know because he would tell me a lot of stories about going to jersey and I like mean, yeah, that's a going that's to a like, for us so Wildwood or, or some places like that i know i'll ask my mom but like i'll find out for you i just want to be clear jim his family should not be the metric for Philly in any capacity. No one like tuna fish is one of those things. I, I, like I'm trying to think like, <clears throat> yeah, like if you were like, do you want a tuna sandwich or tuna salad? Like you wouldn't say tuna fish. Jim, yeah, you would. Just, you would say tuna you fish would. salad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm. That makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Shut up. You eat tuna fish from goddamn Subway. So there's your tuna fish. What? Run. That's what? specifically tuna fish. Yeah, that's tuna fish. <laughs> tuna but there's like a question item. mark at the end. Where's tuna fish? Can I get tuna, a tuna fish. fish? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, listen. We're nitpicking a lot here. But yeah. Celia, one of the real things, the things that really sparked you coming on to begin with is, do people pick up on the strangest and most goofy goddamn shit to complain about in video games? I'm sure you never hear goofy complaints or see them, but uh, this one has to take the cake, I feel like. Um, Jim, the cake, look at the ass on Spider Man. Why don't you let the people know? The video will be playing as we're talking, but yeah, let the people know what this is all about. Well, Brian, uh, so Spider Man 2, one of the biggest games of the year. Uh, I mean, we're eating good between like Sonic, Sonic Superstars, Mario Wonder. And Spider-Man 2 all releasing within, like, two weeks of each other, if that. Uh, but, yeah, there is a little... There's nitpicks going around, Brian. And the first big one is this guy, Tim, uh, basically saying, I thought I was experiencing deja vu, like a glitch in the Matrix. Lady on the first floor is the exact same NPC as the lady on the third floor. Same room, same lady, same thing. Or the game of the trash. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's just a terrible uh, game. How, how we, dare you? How we took a PlayStation 5 of this digital and, went, uh, and just, like, broke it. And <laughs> I'll then ate it. I'll gladly do that. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, man, like... But, Brian, it doesn't stop there, because there's other complaints out there. Like, right, as the resident alcoholics here, we care about a good can. And the physics has to be right. The art has to be right. So in the original Spider-Man, you got a standard round can. Spider-Man 2, Brian. What is this shit? An octagon? Wasn't that proven false? That like... It was. Yeah, like that was was debunked. Yeah, someone made that 
But like the same assholes that were like agreeing with Window Guy was like, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I saw it too. It was horrible. I can't believe that these lazy devs gave me yeah. an octagon when I specifically yeah. wanted a cylinder. And like they didn't fucking check it themselves. And obviously they Much didn't Much like me. <laughs> oh no, no, but you're different. You weren't complaining and you wouldn't notice because that's such an asinine thing that doesn't that doesn't affect any form of the gameplay whatsoever. So am um, I allowed to curse? I've really been doing that a lot. But anyways, um, oh, yeah. awesome! Can't wait. Okay, I'll keep on going. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just, it's so ridiculous because it's like, I don't know. It, 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 because we're in this echo chamber where you can look at one thing and point at that thing and be like, "Wow, did anyone else notice this?" Let's all talk about it. It's like, just enjoy the game. There's so many aspects of it that are fun, and there's so many different things about the game that would be like. I don't know, things to point out more about, like, or, or even valid criticisms. That would be fine. But, like, I can. A window. Do they not know how games render? No, of course they don't. But you know what I mean? Like, it's your game's save file. If they made every single window in the city be a different functioning room with different things going on, the, the file would, you'd have to delete all your games and just download that one and then use cloud. Like, I, I I just I don't know, man. It's it's just wild. It's just I saw wild. that uh, I see, saw see, that comment, and and my thought first of all was like, <clears throat> yeah, there's there's such a naive. You're being so fucking naive that you think it should be different. It could be different. Whatever. Like for all I care, every single floor could be the same thing. The idea is to give the appearance of you're in this fuck. You're in New York, and there's. The, the ability to see in there at all. Otherwise, it could be like every other game ever in New York, and it's just blacked out windows. Yeah. They went above and beyond to give it a more immersive feel because you're not really supposed to be looking at Spider-Man. You're supposed to be swinging by Fastly and whatever. But then I think, okay, let me, let me play devil's advocate. Is this just a sign of, like, shit is too good now that this is the stuff you have to bitch about in a game that you have to, like... There's clearly, I haven't seen anyone actually bitch about story, sound, uh, gameplay, like the things that matter. It's soda cans and fucking windows. So it's like, just like real life, I feel like the shit people find to truly complain about. I'm like, is shit just too good in gaming now that this is where we're at? Like, Do we have a saying? You know how there's like first world problems? Is there like triple A problems? Like, I think that is. Like, I think you just said it. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's just, I, I, I guess. I think people have gotten spoiled because like one game will do hyper realistic with everything. And then yeah. it's like that becomes the standard. But it's like, no, that's the exception. Like, absolutely. Like, you don't have to do that and you're going to still have a great time. Like, I don't know. My, my favorite is like, yeah, when they, they'll show a game. And then they'll show like a Forza or a Gran Turismo. Like, but look at how it looks here. It's like, yeah, but that developer wasn't trying to do that. And that's not what they were going. Like, there's so many levels of like, I hate that argument that you're trying to compare apples to apples. In gaming, everyone feels like once the bar is raised here, everyone must adhere. It's like, yeah. that's, not, that's not how it works. It's like how everyone compares Breath of the Wild to like, or now I guess Tears of Kingdom to like every other adventure game. But it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it's not breath. You played Forza, but there's no there's no platforming, guys. How dare you? <laughs> Two out of ten. I, don't know. I, I mean, you you obviously have the most inside track as someone in the industry, and when you see these things, 
I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I can't think of a game, any AAA game that doesn't get bitching like this. Like, to such a degree. I do not envy um, a lot of the marketing and community teams um, and AAA companies because that mass general audience, I don't know. They'll just, it's like anything. Like, they're just, they'll, they'll, fixate on one thing and it because it's such a mass general audience like they'll dogpile and it's like a lot of people spent a lot of time doing hundreds of hours creating something that they thought was cool you know the tons of people made that freaking soda can it's not just one person <laughs> i don't know i, just, I mean they I could have spent 101 hours to make some different npcs I yeah think you're right they're so lazy. forward knows a little more than we would <laughs> It's just, it's just wild to me. And I think a lot of consumers do forget that game devs are people too. And the reason that they work in this industry is because they love gaming. Because uh, it takes a lot of your life to make a game. A lot well, of clearly, it. Clearly, they say <clears throat> gaming's the largest media industry right now in the world. And they think that everyone who's involved with making the game is making millions and millions of dollars not thinking the hundreds if not thousands of people dedicated to one game at any given time and they're not they're regular ass people they're <laughs> if i wanted to be rich i wouldn't work in gaming i'd work in like i don't know finance or stocks <laughs> anything else yeah anything exactly. else <laughs> yeah but it's like yeah someone like someone took the time to be like you know what guys i think what we need is like a little more immersion someone came up with this good idea let's put people in these buildings yeah this is the bitch you get i'm like come on dude. next time no people in the buildings yeah it was like fuck get you. Nice they're, all, they're, they're all tenant windows now new patch Privacy. they're gone yeah, <laughs> they I can do that, that. <gasps> oh they, that i'm sick awesome. and i would be like let's i'd be like you know what the new dlc is anti-dlc we're taking shit out no <laughs> yeah. soda cans you don't get that anymore you complain just kidding. Yep. That's why I don't make those calls. <laughs> now, you know what? It looks like a dick now. Now everyone's drinking dicks. Good luck. <laughs> you did it to yourself. Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. <laughs> now, see, like, I'm sure with like doing all the marketing and PR, like you've had to have had some dumb shit slung your way for all these games. Um, Any, what, what sticks out? Something has to stick I out. I cannot comment. Our community is wonderful. Actually, I'm really thankful that the Shovel Knight community and the Alcabina community and Cyber Show community uh, are really great people and they're kind and they're sweet. I um, I haven't had too much trouble, which is fantastic. But there'll be an outlier who I wouldn't associate with their community that just like heard of our games and be like, we'll say something dumb. And I like to joke, like, can I make that game more expensive for them? Like, how do I make it for one person? Like $20, <laughs> it's now $40 for you. Just kidding, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. But um, I wish you could, that'd be cool. You could give me that ability. <laughs> She's like, just give me the keys to the kingdom for yeah, just, one day. Just one day, and guess what I would do? It'd be for that one person because I'm petty. <laughs> no, but in general, like I'm, I'm so lucky because our our fandom is so so kind and they're so nice. Like I love them. Well, you use the perfect term, echo chamber. We know Twitter. It's like the what two percent loudest are the ones that get the most engagement, and we know that on average, it's something like maybe sixteen percent of people use it if that and that's probably stretching it so you're only going to hear the loudest and unfortunately when it comes to algorithms negative shit gets way more views than positive shit so yeah. of course like yeah you point out something negative it's like why this game sucks and then all of a sudden boom this is gonna blow up and to jim's point you click on this goddamn link 
all it is is videos of people like pointing out like, oh man, this one specific building, if you did this one move, you're inside the building. This is horseshit. I'm like, what about the 4,000 other buildings that it doesn't happen in? What like, there's no thought about that. It's just you want to point to that one thing. Oh yeah. And it's like. Spoiled. Man, like. I, I want the blissful ignorance of like that's the toughest thing in your life right now is you paid for this game that gave you 80 hours of joy and you found this one bug and you're like piece of shit like come on come PlayStation on, God no. yeah yeah <laughs> I'm not doing my three months like CLEF <laughs> screw this <laughs> just eat it <laughs> well that's why they only get uh, three months Brian if they did better with the NPCs might be a full year you never know. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't even know where to go with that. I just, we've said it many times on the show. It's like, luckily, I don't think most of the people that listen to us are, are this petty. But if you go really far down, you will see someone that points to the original Super Mario Brothers and says, do you know the clouds are the same uh, model or like little art thing for the bushes, just different colors and swapped up? Like, pointing cool. out just every negative. I'm like, yeah, it's called being fucking efficient. Like, it's not cool. It's bullshit. No, it, <laughs> I, I've only heard that as, like, how cool that is because of the, the limitations that they had for memory and, like, how much they could fit on a cart. So they had to get really creative with it, and that was, like, the perfect solution with their, their design. Yeah. So if anyone <sighs> talks shit, I will fight them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone talks shit on Friday because yeah. this needs to actually happen. Fight night. As she's playing Five Nights at Freddy's with her almond joys and her wine. Yeah, and, her, and, and my her... swift trip to the urgent care <laughs> afterwards. After having a tuna fish sandwich at Subway. Oh, man. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, guys, we want to hear from you all. What do you think in the comments below? Should people just stop bitching so much? We know the true answer to this, but I would love someone to really be... Go further as devil's advocate and tell me why they're right or what's a good thing about it. Because I, I, I don't know what it is. And I Brian, it gives us content. It. So I fully embrace people bitching about this stuff more. <laughs> well, Jim, let's continue this people bitching because uh, what's going on with the PlayStation 5 Slim, Jim? Well, right? Brian, uh, we talked about you, I just called you Slim, Jim. I just realized that. Hmm. First time for everything. <laughs> but yes. So with the PlayStation 5. So we she talked about it. Up. No, I well, laughed, and I'm I am full of Waterloo. I would got said. So uh, we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Uh, PlayStation Five coming out with new models, new slim models, smaller, thirty uh, percent smaller, and there's gonna be a detachable attachable thing for your slim digital version if you want to add a disc drive to it. And looks like it's coming with a catch. Because if you want to attach it, you have to have an internet connection so it can be properly paired. And the basically the reasoning that people have been hearing, I think maybe PlayStation said it, is to stop third-party, unlicensed, uh, basically peripherals from being connected in that way. And if there's a will, there's a way. I'm just saying. With yeah. uh, with third-party. As a person who used to work in third-party, if there's a will, there's a way. Unless it has to do with the BIOS, then there's... Uh, a more hush hushed way. Uh, um, I don't know. What What are your guys' thoughts before I, I dig into this? <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're someone, I, I, there's a part of me that almost goes like, 
If you're someone who's affording a PlayStation 5 Slim in general, and you're getting your disk drive that you're paying, what what did we say, Jim? It was 70 bucks or something? Yeah, I think it was 70. Even though if you buy the version without, with that isn't the digital version, just straight up, you're only paying 50 bucks more. So yeah. it's cheaper to buy it with it already built in. But if you buy the Slim and want to get it later, it's 70 bucks. So you're still paying whatever, for argument's sake, 300 And a $30 bucks. stand. Don't forget that. And a $30 stand. Um, <clears throat> internet's the least of your work. I'm sure you have internet if you're purchasing this. I, I don't see, like, you need internet for goddamn... You can buy a new fridge these days and need internet. Like, I guess I'm at the point where I'm like... When something says it requires internet, I'm not shocked. We've now gone through two generations of games where we know CDs are nothing more than uh, like emulation code to say like you still need to download the game to your system. It's a DRM key. It's all it is anymore. So, so I kind of go like, are people really shocked about this? Like I get why PlayStation is doing it. They'll give their reasoning, but I just go yeah you just you need an internet connection for everything and i saw the concerns of like well what it what happens if um down the line the their what is it called um i'm trying to find the language they use but basically like maybe it's what, like if the servers die or you buy one you know super far down off, the line and you can't pair it what it wouldn't ever work it's their authentication server what yeah. happens when that goes away and future generations have it and to kind of Celia's point, at that point, the people that will be utilizing this, when there's a will, there's a way. Love finds a way, Jim. Life finds a way. So, uh, I okay. So this is uninformed completely, like obviously. Okay. Um, yeah. but I feel like this is testing the market. Uh, if I if I was using my hardware background, thinking about if I were them, um, I feel like I'd be testing the market to see for future generations if selling modular digital only consoles where you have to now pay extra for that and it's actually more profitable than just buying it with it in so there could be like that could be something that'd be a new market trend i I feel like they're really testing it right now since the ps5 has been such an an interesting um console cycle um so i i i foresee xbox doing the same thing if they haven't already um i don't i don't own one i'll win it one eventually and then i'll find out (laughs) um But yeah, just Uh, interesting. I was going to say, that's a good transition in a way, because this is kind of wrapped together, because Xbox just announced that there is a, or maybe someone uh, noticed that there is a new error code, and Xbox is basically phasing out non-licensed third-party controllers from being paired to their consoles. So, So, okay. Sorry, go on. So, something that I think is, it's, it's, it's not general knowledge, but it's, if you look at it, you realize uh, there are no licensed wireless controllers on the market right now the only like uh wireless controllers besides uh the first party ones are third party so now they're dipping into the market for that mm-hmm. so i think them making more of official stance and opening up their partner program for it is a way to put a cap on that market share that they've been just kind of looking the other way on for years so i'm, I'm not surprised um, yeah, because before you uh, all third party that were licensed had to be wired, so um, yep. you wouldn't it wouldn't have be in competition with their OEM. Yeah, and they, that's been that way since the 360 days yeah, too. Like there's since like the Duke, like it's <laughs> yep. it's always been like that. So like it makes sense, and I think it's cool that though you know it sucks that they're they're phasing out 
third party options, the fact that they are creating a pathway for licensing for that. It, it, it's not like they're like pulling up the moat and they're like, later losers. Mm -hmm. um, they're, they're creating a path for that. So I think that's cool. Um, I don't know. It just kind of depends. And, you know, always the third party, there's a little, there's a way anyway. But like, it, it, I'm glad that they're they're expanding their program at least. And they it's mentioned a, it, yeah. like the, the, the headsets and everything, <clears throat> like Razer and Turtle Beach and all those, they have Xbox licenses. So there are third party peripherals that you can continue to use because they yeah. pay for. So to your point, like they're giving these companies whether it be mouse, keyboard, headphones, whatever, like whatever it is, you will have an option. It's just the super cheap, what we were used to with every other console. That's not going to be the thing for the future anyway. So It, it isn't because you think about it like for Switch, they always change the IC. So mm -hmm. third party has to update that if they want to be available on that. PlayStation's the same thing. Yeah. Um, I haven't really seen... No, yeah, there's no wireless um, uh, licensed options for PlayStation either. So yeah, it's it just they're getting with the times and they're opening it up. Um, I'd, I'd be curious to see if PlayStation and Nintendo follow suit in that as well. But I don't think Nintendo will. I think Nintendo will stick to their their current licensed partners as in creating availability there. Yeah. I mean, it, it's one of those things that the same way I you call it first world problems, AAA problems, like... If you're affording a PlayStation 5, Xbox, like, yeah, the days of having your old PS2 or whatever and you have a shitty third-party controller, th those are gone. Like, if you really want a controller, because you don't need 12 controllers at home because you're not couch co-oping anyway. You're yeah. playing online with your friends, so you need really one controller. Yes, everyone would like to have more, but... Uh, I get it, and I think that's going to be the way of the future. I think that your third-party controllers will be fine with your PC. They'll always be fine there. But, like, also, like, if you look at, like, for third-party, for example, like 8-Bit Doe, they've been doing licensed products with Xbox for the past couple of years recently. And, like, I'm excited to, like, think about the, like, I, I love their wireless controllers. Like, so I'm, like, I would love for that to be licensed when I eventually win my Xbox and have one i love the confidence when i eventually win yeah eventually it'll happen i believe in me brian to your point earlier like you know me i i love weird shit i love weird shit and i love bad shit oh, i love going to a goodwill and finding like just some dog shit controller and being like what the hell is this so i think in a lot of way it takes away the fun of like the old wild west of gaming but i mean i i get it we're so far removed from that era too it's like hmm but also to the other point we talked about where it's like, you know, testing the waters, it's like everything that can be slightly anti-consumer, as in like trying to charge a little more for a pure physical option. It's like, oh, we'll try it this way and do a soft launch. And then when no one complains about it enough, then it's like, oop, that's the norm. We all go, oh, shit, how'd we get here? Okay, so, okay, with the weirdo controllers, I love the weirdo controllers. Um, I, 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 I have so many weird Nintendo 64 monstrosities that I'm just like, fuck yeah. Your mind forever oh, but i feel best. like the wild west of that where there was innovation like that of like let's try something different is that i feel like in 2023 it doesn't have that space anymore like with a lot of things like for example like with retail space you're not going to wander into a target and find like a weirdo mad cats controller anymore mm -hmm. that that space uh the buyers won't pick that up so yeah. it just kind of i don't know 
I, I just feel like the times are different. But there are companies that do innovate, like the the companies to work for Hyperkin, they uh they still do like interesting and weird. Like they'll they'll do a spin on something as well. But they're even there they're leasing like they're leaning into licensing too. So it just gotta play ball where you can and and then go to where the consumers are buying. I mean, it, it, if you I just want about... that monstrosity N64 arcade stick, that's what I want. <laughs> I, I want that thing that's like the size you, you of a want table. The goofy shit. It's awful. It barely works, but goddamn, is it fun? But to your point, it's fun. But in in the article that we link, Xbox points out like we don't want something that's gonna fuck up your quality of in, of playing the game. And you can quote like, "Oh, that's being bullshit." But to your point, Jim, every goofy controller you get, there's always a quirk. The D-pad's a little this button's sticky oh the r1 doesn't work like there's always a caveat oh it looks funny but like yeah it actually would diminish if like you that was your only way of playing a game you'd be like the fuck why do all these games suck like there's something off about this also um i can't say the specific details but i have seen a alibaba controller break a switch before and that was surprising. Um, now so a controller. I'm, yeah, it, it was. But this was years ago um, when they were having the, the third party IC issue that happened with a few other things as well. It was a um, lot of power bricks. I knew power bricks would just Power bricks switches. also. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, it bricked the switch. And we were like, oh. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? We had to tell some the person who owns that switch um and so that was a whole thing uh oh uh oh yeah that was a big oopsie so i've seen that happen anymore i haven't seen that modernly happen but like that's just something that's on the table i'd be pissed if i paid 15 dollars for a controller and then it ruined my 500 dollars or one console yeah yeah <laughs> i was gonna say you just win consoles anymore you don't buy them <laughs> yeah she, she's got consoles to spare with all her fucking winnings <laughs> If you really think about, isn't it like for the enjoyment we have growing up and trying third party shit, there will be a generation where that's not really a thing. Everything is licensed and there's a quality control to it, right? Like, like, just like you said, Jim, the wild west of video games in general, think about just go back to Atari NES. Like anyone who was anyone could develop games for and do whatever like that. Even doing shit like that is getting harder and harder. Well, yeah, is it good? Because no. for games, at least, like any developer, you know, you could you can make a game on Game Maker, yeah. and you can like you to release it on Steam, and you can also work your way and like port it for console. Like there's accessibility that way, but like for hardware, yeah, it's harder. Yeah, but but there's like even with what you just said, there's like a proving ground, right? Like you look at Steam, and oh my god, the the games that are available, you're like, why is this even a game? They're not going to make it to console. Like, there is a almost a proving ground. Like, you can't just be some of the games Jim has talked about previously that that literally turn into, like, okay, that'll never show up on Game Pass or PlayStation or even that's Switch. That's different. Yeah. Okay. On a subscription service? Duh, that's not going to appear. Because yeah. they would have to pay for that. And, like, that's, that would put them out of business, man. Fruits. Uh, Fruits. That's the problem. I mean, like... I can't talk. Actually, I don't think I can talk about stuff. Yeah, yeah. Your point's really cool. <laughs> I, I I, don't know if that was a hand on the hip, but I saw the hand go up, yeah, and that was also did. another tell. Yeah, I saw it. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait, what can I say about this? Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like, there. yeah, there is there's a certain level of standard with, like, 
getting it on console because obviously it's a lot harder too so it's not like you can just yeah. like launch it on there, but, but that's what i'm saying like there there's some more quality standards to yeah agree. okay like, yeah. yes of course you could develop a game and in theory it will function on a console but like you said it's the hardware it's all the stuff yeah and i'm like is that good or is that bad I myself, of course, I have the amount of third-party con like controllers I have for everything, including even my Xbox One. Like, I'm not gonna go out and pay 50 bucks for a new controller for that. But like, you know, in the future, I don't know. I, I guess there should be something to help ensure consumers that like, are these controllers sturdy enough, good enough to really last you, or is it guaranteed? your PlayStation 5 controller at some point is going to die and you're going to need a new one. I mean, now. everything breaks always now. We live in 2023. Well, Our lives are broken. So. Everything's broken. <laughs> I mean, shit, they can't even do multiple NPCs in Spider-Man 2. What kind of I know, everything's ruined. Let's quick game. Break the PlayStation. Okay. <laughs> uh... so, so what we learned is you two are fine with ruining the time-honored tradition of Player 2 getting the shit controller. That's fine. I mean, now it's the last time. No, that's fine. Now it's player two gets the dripping controller. No, no, no. I've heard we have the evidence shows. Jim, aside from your Switch, when have you player twoed on your PS5 ever? Right, I don't go around people anymore. I feel like the player two for like that would be like who gets the sticky controller. Like it's not like that's all Jim's controllers. I was waiting for it. See, Brian, you're you're hurting yourself. You're ruining tons of fun by having your kids fight over the bad controller. Uh, I I do that with my old consoles, but that's it's like showing old bad movies, and it's like they showing have to learn old. to appreciate what they have, Brian. It's a learning experience. Listen, when when I give them an old CD player and say this is how you need to listen to music, and it doesn't work, and they gotta realize the CD scratch, it's the same deal. You got to do that with the shitty controllers, but you're not going to do that for new systems. That's just not a thing because, unfortunately, couch co-op, unless you're using probably a Switch or someone pulls out N64 or whatever, how often are you truly couch co-oping? No one's like, let's all couch co-op on our PC here, unless you're streaming it or doing it for a entertainment value. Hi, Brian. I'm making a bet. cases. I, I know your son, and he's got the same rage issues that you do. You're going to cave, and you're going to start buying a lot of third-party controllers because you're only going to pay 20 bucks instead of $60. Um, I can see it coming now, and you're going to pray that there are more out there. You'll see. Make your kid earn their controller initially so they know the pain of getting a new one. Uh, I was going to say, uh, he has his, like, whatever allowance. He has his chores. If he gets yeah, it done, there you go. if he breaks out, say, we got to take it out of your allowance now, and you don't get allowance for this many that's how I would handle that, Jim. Yeah. Same way it was done to me. It would be like, oh, you broke something. So there was many months when I didn't have allowances. Uh, yeah, it sucked, but I learned. Don't break shit. I like how I'm or agreeing. Don't... I don't have kids, but I'm just agreeing. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a real good option. Yeah, that's how you do it. Don't feed them tuna subs. <laughs> yeah. Or only tuna subs. Yeah. <laughs> Jim. <laughs> There's a lot more spaghetti than tuna subs. <laughs> tuna fish subs. Oh, that's that's a different story. Don't don't you say tuna fish. God damn it, Jim. Alright, so Celia, I guess something um <clears throat> we talked about last time with you. We know you're a big Nintendo fan. Yeah. And and we've we've been talking a long time about like what is gonna be the next switch. I have this very um 
conspiracy theory-ish. The shit going on with Xbox finally buying, or, or Microsoft buying uh, Activision. I think you're going to end up seeing a Game Pass or some version on the newest Switch and that you'll see Call of Duty on that in some form or another to kind of combine like the biggest game with the biggest sold console. But out of nowhere, uh, as of yesterday, there was a new patent for a potential Nintendo 4DS. And Jim and I have said, you have the Switch, which combines a perfect world of handheld and at-home consoles. Are you a little shocked to hear that there could be another handheld console aside from this potential, whatever the Switch successor is? Okay, so just one note. Okay, I'm going to comment on things I feel like I can comment out. And if I say skip, that's because I just... I don't I know anything, you. but like, you know, professionally wise. Yeah. Um, but like, Nintendo patents a lot of shit all the time. Like, if they have a cool, funky idea, they're like, yeah, let's just throw that in there. Um, so I wouldn't look at that and be like, oh, it's leaked now. We're sneaky. We found it. Like, no, they're going to line up their patents right with their announcement. So it goes live and then they have the go live announcement. Like, that's not going to get leaked. And if it does, okay. the person's going to be horribly sued. Um, and so I, I just I don't foresee it being found this easily. But if this was a perfect world and that did exist, I love that. I love dedicated handhelds. Like, I love Game Boys. Like, I brought my DS, my 3DS to Japan because I was like, fuck yeah. I didn't bring my Switch. I brought the 3DS because it's compact and I liked its clamshell. So it covers the screen perfectly. And, like, my, my issue with the Switch is, like, I have a Switch and I have a Switch Lite. And um, it, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, I don't like to bring them out of the house, even though they are portable, because... I am so clumsy. I drop shit all the time. Like, like I like there's something wrong with me. And so I just like I drop, I actually fling, I throw, whoops, ah. Um, and then you know, there goes like four hundred dollars or whatever. And so it's just kind of one of those things where it's like I would love to have that because it just it just feels right. I hope I hope Nintendo goes back to handheld gaming. Hmm. Now <clears throat> So you basically said you need an otter box for your Switch is what you're saying. Is you need some yeah. kind of really protective cover. Okay. Do you remember the gel? It was like the, the I have a lanyard somewhere on where it's like the gel lanyard that would go over your Game Boy and you'd put it over your neck and you'd mm -hmm. walk around and you'd play and if you dropped it, oh no, it's still on your neck. I wanted that so badly. For the switch. Um for the switch. Um and it's just kind of one of those things where like no third party creator anyone can steal that idea from me i just want it just give me one for free and that's all i care about but i actually don't know how that was never created like in saying that to you i was joking but i was like how has have i never seen someone make a third party like i said like the otter box for fucking iphones and androids and like these indestructible cases i'm like i'm the same as you i break i am notorious it's not so much a clumsy issue as i just break shit like steel toe boots are indestructible somehow i fucking break I, I don't know how i do it but how have they not done that for the switch and to your point yeah a 40s or something if it's assuming it's clamshell now grant the picture that we'll be showing right here shows it could be and i do love your point that we talked about the patent that nintendo was trying to get for the game mechanics in tears of the kingdom 
they were like oh the way we measured force on the way you moved on certain things should be a patent i'm like that's just fucking physics dude like we did that in school like you can't but patent physics they'll try they'll try um, yeah everyone tries it's like when they try to like whenever when someone tried um patenting like on youtube react I was just about and like to say that. Those 90% of, yep. Yeah, yeah. And like that content was like, that's what other people. You're like, that's everyone what everyone reacts. does. You're like that. You can't pat. Or the asshole will try patenting uh, "Happy Birthdays" or the "Happy Birthday" song. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I thought about this and I'm like, but with Nintendo, with the bombshell that Switch was, do you think they still? would provide a dedicated handheld putting okay. aside if you like it like do i don't you, know because like, remember yeah. when uh the game boy line was a thing and they released the ds line and they're like we're we're expanding to the ds line and we'll never get rid of the game boy line remember they fucking said that and, and then gone. boop oh no it's gone after micro they're like okay later losers now you gotta buy this mm. one um i don't like i don't know it's just they will make things where there is a demand and like any other company. And the cool thing about Nintendo, um, they, they do embrace innovation. So maybe they'll, they've looked at the numbers of things and like the consumer demand, you know, they have the magic numbers of like every game, you know, not just our wonderful games. Um, and they're like, Oh, there is actually a market sense for having more of a portable dedicated thing. And I feel like, you know, they did that technically with the, the switch Lite. So there, there possibly could be a, not hybrid version of that, but maybe like a step up. And that could yeah. be the side thing that they're looking at. I don't know. Uh, only the future will tell and we'll find out in a direct probably. Here's my question. What do you, so you said they embrace innovation. <clears throat> I always say with every console, there's some kind of gimmick they try to embrace to a degree. And I feel like the Wii U to Switch, that was an obvious, like they perfected it, the Wii U. I think was terrible. The Switch was like, we're going to perfect this shit. Don't you? Because you overpaid for it. Don't stop bitching about it. But what do you think, whatever the next iteration of the their home console is? Like, I, I was thinking about the games they did, and I'm like, I could see not virtual reality. What is it? The um, the shit they did with the one Mario Kart where it's real life. Uh, uh, augmented. AR. Augmented. AR. Like, I feel like they've done what they can with the physical things you do in your hands with motion controls i feel like that's one way they would go like like kirby more. tilt and tumble like you're just holding yeah. your game boy like this yes shit like that like i feel like they've they've exhausted that yeah the, let's let let's move the thing you're holding the peripheral now let's move the world around it <sighs> maybe like i don't know like it's We'll, we'll and, find and this out is just just out. as you being probably between me and Jim, you're probably way more like appreciate and enjoy Nintendo stuff. I, I'm just saying, like spitball an idea. Like, what do you think's a goofy peripheral or something that they would add that you would go? I could see Nintendo doing that. Okay. Um. You know, it, it's hard. Idea. It's hard since you know we're commenting on this on October 30th, 2023. Um, dating, so you know, for future. Um, <laughs> uh, so I should not immediately say like a shovel-based controller. Come on, Celia. Yeah, no, no, because then everyone's gonna make shovel games, and then we're not as special. Um, <laughs> what they're gonna do be like it's gonna be Shovel Hero, and then we're gonna have to sue them. Um, mm -hmm. 
I don't know because it, it's difficult. I feel like Nintendo would, would, glasses would be cool. Getting into AR that way, bringing back 3D with a 3DS, but maybe something different with it. I think would be if if someone was to bring 3D actually back, I feel like it would be Nintendo. Yeah. Um. Would I we actually use it though? Because we didn't really use it the first time either. You know, like, but they'll they'll make you. They always do. They sold like the cardboard. Because the, the, the patent for like the uh, the 4DS that everyone's talking about. Like, you know, it's got a screen on the outside of the clamshell when you put it down. And I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. But then I also remember the Switch. They were really touting the uh, the push functionality and the touchscreen stuff on the Switch. And it's like, man, they haven't touched that in about five years. Yeah, I forgot that it was a touchscreen. It's <laughs> a godsend for entering my password for fucking the eShop. That's about it. Oops. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I don't know. But, like, whatever it is, it's going to be something very themey. And, like, Nintendo loves that shit. And I... I look forward to the future. Whatever next gen is, like I think it's going to be really, really cool. Yeah, I, I said for the the shit I do give Nintendo and the way I feel like they just will forever repackage the same stuff a million times and resell it to you. They Fuck do yeah. ultimately sell you hardware that's like, okay, they'll they'll push the boundaries. Doesn't always work, um, but they'll test technologies that others probably wouldn't want to touch initially. So that's why I'm like, I still look at whether this patent is, is real or not. If like, why would you do a handheld console with the success of the switch? Like just keep developing that idea further. Like you said, figure out a way to protect the screen, but still make it portable, make it usable at home. Like, combined all the great things that nintendo does instead of doing two because i feel like you're splitting your audience of not everyone that buys a switch is willing to buy a handheld on top of that and yeah. it's like then do you have exclusive games still or is it all on your online service so there's like a lot of yeah. weird you know so much to question so yeah i don't know i mean Jambers, what do you think i mean i think she nailed it right at first when she, and even the article alluded to it. They're like, yeah, Nintendo throws patents at everything. So yeah. it probably is just a lot of nothing and just an idea they had, and they want to make sure they lock it down. Yeah, so no so. one else does it. Because <laughs> all, yeah. all there's all these, like, Switch copies. Not copies, but, like, there's, like, I forgot what it was. It was, like, a PC version of that. I saw it in Japan. I don't know what it's called. It's on a Steam Deck. Because I have a Steam Deck. Um, I don't oh, yeah, there's how, a show of you... knockoffs. And... Here's my question. Wait, I wanted to ask you. How do you like that? What do you mean? The Steam Deck or... Copies. Steam Deck, yeah. Oh, I think the Steam Deck's cool, but I have like the dev version of it, so it's for like I, I played Mina on it, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a work thing. You. It's not like I'm at home, but I feel yeah. like I would use if it was like a personal one. I would use it for more things. I gotcha. Makes sense. Too bad it has that taint on it for you. We look at it and you're like, ugh, work. I know, I know. Boo, poor me. <laughs> if only I could log into my Steam account on it. So. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, yeah, but to your point, Brian, um, I, I'm more interested just to see whatever they... It, it's going to be another shadow drop. It's just going to be an announcement where they're like, oh, by the way, boom, new fucking console. Here we go. So I'm more interested to see if it's going to be the Nintendo cycle where they're going to have a bad idea after having a massive hit. Because that's been basically that way for how many generations now? Good idea, bad idea, good idea, bad idea. You know what? So. I'm going to say it's going to be a good idea. You know why? Because, like, you know, we're releasing games uh, constantly. 
So I would love for it to be a good idea and everyone buys it and buys treasure trove exactly. and Mina and Oh, you mean it's better when 150 million people have a platform for you? What? Yeah, that I would love that. <laughs> How dare you guys? <laughs> I mean, I mean, Jim, in all fairness, the NES through the N64 was nothing but hits. And even the GameCube to a degree, like it wasn't as hit as everything else, but it, it all went downhill with the Wii U. Let's be honest, Jim. That was their worst well, mess up. If you're looking at like, yeah, so the Wii U, I guess, yeah, if you're looking at console sales, but like the Nintendo 64 in comparison to like other console sales, like didn't do that great either. No. Um, oh, it got stonked by the PlayStation. Yeah. The GameCube it, did even worse. Yeah, it through that one it no, had no, a handle it was great yeah um, <laughs> yeah but like I, <laughs> and like you look at the n64 library and it's a very limited library sure there's iconic hits that shaped how i made my career and like how i've lived my life but like you know it's a very it's a very slim library when in comparison to like the other consoles that, say, yeah, yeah of course but but to your point like i feel like they learned with the wii u they got the switch now as we said, like, are you? How would just, they fuck this up? Uh, well, it's like, what are they gonna offer as their launch title? That's gonna be the thing that's like sold. Is it another Mario? Is it another Metroid? Is it? It's gotta it, be Metroid Prime. Well, 4. it's That's obvious. All they have left. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, it, it's gonna be updated Tears of the Kingdom with better. I, I don't know. Like, it, it can't be a new Zelda game. You know, it, it has to be Nintendo Dogs. I'm, I'm. <laughs> Stating it now, <laughs> um, that that is going to save the Super Switch to Raruni. Whatever it is, uh, you Super Switch you. Yeah, oh, Super god. Switch you. Oh god, that would that would fucking hurt me for how much I <laughs> to write that in copy. Like that would oh, hurt. Yeah, um, that'd be fun. For the Super Wait, what would you say again? The Super Switch. Super Switch you. Okay, the Super Switch you family of consoles. Like having to write that out, and that the four Twitter characters I would have left after that. Like uh, it, would, it would drive you crazy. Okay, what would be worse, saying that or having what you do right now and have to say the Xbox series of consoles because God forbid they have exclusive names and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> maybe I should work in a different industry. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Like every everyone just keep things simple. I prefer uh, that, please. Dude, no, Xbox. We've said before the, the naming convention. Say what you want about any of them. PlayStation has it down. Yeah. PS1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. You know they'll continue that. Pl Xbox, the fuck are you doing? Like, 360 to 1, the series. Like, no. Xbox is like, fuck you, we're Xbox. And yeah, like, I know. they all shake hands. Yeah. And then they're like, figure this one out, Target, with your 800 SKUs. Like, have fun. <laughs> I, um, I don't well, know. here's what I can't wait for is the day they do like what movies do. And they're like, this is just the Xbox, but it's 2026. Like, just rebranding as the original new, but it, it, it'll literally be nothing after the name. It'll be Xbox. No, it was, wasn't it the Xbox One X where it spells out Xbox, basically? Yes. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, you still technically are saying Xbox One. It's, yes, to your point, it's the same. But, it, but I'm like, no, I think there will be a point when they just go back and they're like, you know what? It's just Xbox. You know what's going to be? You know what's going to be? It's not going to be Xbox. They're going to pull a fucking HBO Max, and there's going to be X. And then oh, Twitter yeah. and them are going to get in the oh. lawsuit. Yes, yes. And then who buys who? 
Who, who's now, gonna buy? They just kiss. No, no, <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> no one fucking Xbox. Their next one's gonna be called the Xbox Two, and everyone's just gonna flip tables. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. I hope that they like tell media like in interviews that it's really cool. Like, don't worry about it. It's gonna be really cool. Like, yeah. I don't know. Their their project titles like Scarlet when they called it that. Like, that was such a sick fucking name. The Xbox. That was a cool name. If they better? kept it, like Triangle Strategy when that was a working title. Remember when that was a working title? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. and they're like they kept it because it sounded sick. Um, dude, if the Xbox Scarlet was like the actual name of it, that would have been like, would have been really so cool. cool. Yeah. Or like, what do you call it? Wasn't like the Connect uh, like Project Natal or something like that? I don't know. I, I forgot about Connect. So this is a, by the way, it's the first time I'm realizing you have Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that earlier when we were talking about. The <laughs> I game love it. Nice. Thing. Yeah, I uh, no. Here's what I foresee. As since you just said X versus X, it's going to be Xbox Tesla. It's going to be XT. That's all it's going to be. I don't like that. <laughs> it's going to be self-driving. It'll be self-playing. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, Ooh PlayStation is going to be some petty bitches, and when they have their PlayStation Ten, it's going to be the PlayStation X. When is it going to be that Xbox keeps buying shit that's like Xbox? It's just going to be the XA Xbox Activision, and it's just going to be part of their title. Because they're going to, you know, they're going to buy some shit. Jim, you know, they're buying they're... Sega next. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> like, like, no, because they have their conglomerate. But like, I don't know. I feel like Xbox's strategy with purchasing all of those is to, is not to, to have exclusivity with that, but it's no. to earn money off other consoles because we're all pretty dedicated of what we're going to buy, but they're yeah. still getting money Again, from. percentage of it. That's why mm -hmm. I said they'll never, like, why would they give up? this shit with playstation that's why i am completely convinced whatever the next nintendo console is you will be able to play call of duty on it thereby increasing sales by the number whatever you said jim 150 user 50 million users yeah like, whatever it's gonna be yeah it can nintendo actually update their goddamn networks that's a different question who knows it's like when Michael Jackson bought the Beatles discography. Like, he had his own stuff he made money off of, but then he could just sit back and make money off all the royalties from that. I did not realize that was a thing. That is correct, but also I feel like he had more money than we could ever imagine. I think that was just a, that was an ego buy. Like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> so does Microsoft. And, so there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are right. I don't know. It's. I think it's a little bit different because he didn't have stakeholders. True. And he and he was friends with uh, Paul McCartney, and Paul was like, "Oh man, I should really buy this." And Michael Jackson's like, "Oh yeah, that is a good idea." And then the friendship ended. Jim, he also had a history of questionable decisions. I'll just say that. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> gaming. So he was like, "Well, time to go." Oh no. So Celia, we want to say first of all, thank you so so much for hopping on with us, and we will absolutely be taking you up on doing this on a friday or saturday where you can drink with us and you whoop jim's ass in gaming because i can't wait for that sounds great <laughs> do this but uh once again please shout out where can people find you where should they subscribe follow whatever please let them know yeah of course okay so first off thank you guys so much for having me um if uh, anyone watching wants to uh follow my socials um i'm on twitter or x or whatever whoever buys it next calls it um, i'm celia b with three e's um and on instagram i'm kosher gamer i haven't posted a while i'll probably post eventually soon again um 
because I, I miss Instagram. I just, it's been a little bit. Um, and besides that, if for any work endeavors, follow us at, at Yacht Club Games. We're like, we're at that on everything. Yay, brand consistency. <laughs> Love it. And with that, guys, we want to say thank you all so much for watching. If you haven't already, please hit subscribe and notification bell so you see every time we post something new. If you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, hit subscribe. You give us a five-star rating. Even if you want to bash us in the comments, we will read on each and every one of these Power Hour podcasts. With that, we want to say have a good night, everyone. Have a happy, ho a happy Halloween and cheers. These Dunkelsteins are fucking me up. Cheers, Cheers everybody. Guys. Woo!